Welcome to the Xi Omega Chapter Centennial Podcast Series. Xi Omega, a century of sisterhood and service. I am Raven L. Hill, president of Xi Omega Chapter, the first and largest graduate chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated in Washington, D.C. For 100 years, Xi Omega has led with exceptional sisterhood and exemplary service. Two Alpha Kappa Alpha founders were among the 20 visionaries who chartered our chapter in 1923. Through the years, Xi Omega has been home to several AKA founders, three AKA international presidents, and six North Atlantic regional directors. From our original 20 charter members to now almost 700 members, we are committed to continuing our legacy of sisterhood, scholarship, and service in line with our mission to meet the needs of a dynamic and ever-changing world. Join us as we travel through the decades, exploring Xi Omega's growth and service legacy in our nation's capital and the global community. Each episode will showcase Xi Omega's contributions through narration, conversations, and interviews with our illustrious chapter members against the backdrop of the culture, politics, and music that encompass the African-American experience of those times. So we ask that you sit back, relax, and enjoy as we bring you Xi Omega, a century of sisterhood and service. The 1970s is the start of a great transition for the United States, Washington, D.C., and Black America. The Vietnam War rages on. Anti-war protests grow larger. Washington's native son, singer Marvin Gaye, Ask that prolific and powerful question for the first time on January 20th, 1971, and it is still relevant. What's going on? Shirley Chisholm is the first African-American woman elected to Congress, where she served seven terms. Though unsuccessful, Congresswoman Chisholm is the first black candidate of a major party to seek nomination for President of the United States. In the early morning of June 17, 1972, the Watergate scandal begins with the break-in at the Democratic National Committee headquarters in Washington, D.C. The Nixon administration persisted in attempting to cover up the involvement of presidential staff members. Washington Post reporters Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein win Pulitzer Prizes for their work on the investigation and write the book, All the President's Men. As a result of his obstruction of justice charges, and the discovery of secret recordings of conversations in the Oval Office, on August 9, 1974, Richard M. Nixon resigns as President of the United States. Good evening. President Nixon reportedly will announce his resignation tonight, and Vice President Ford will become the nation's 38th President tomorrow. Musically, Washington, D.C. is making history, not only in the urban community, but in all music communities. Chuck Brown and his group, the Soul Searchers, are universally known for a musical genre identified by its Washington, D.C. moniker, 
DC Go-Go. A communications student and broadcast intern on radio station WHUR at Howard University, Melvin Lindsay, begins a new radio show, which continues to be heard around the world nightly. May 1976, the first broadcast of The Original Quiet Storm is heard in the Washington, D.C. markets. January 1977, over 100 million people watch the epic miniseries Roots, which was a television production of Alex Haley's book published in 1976. Roots, a saga of slavery, endurance, and family, starts a cultural revolution of discovering one's heritage and genealogy. At the 45th International Conference of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, Matilia B. Grays, the 18th international president, presents a $20,000 check to honorary member Coretta Scott King. The funds support the purchase and restoration of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s childhood home, which became part of the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Center for Nonviolent Social Change in Atlanta, Georgia. Prior to 1974, the citizens of Washington, D.C. are prohibited by law from electing their own mayor and city council. In the early 1970s, former AKA International President and former Xiomega Chapter President, Dr. Marjorie Holloman Parker, a longtime district resident and political advocate, is appointed by President Richard M. Nixon to be a member of the city council. She becomes the chair of the Committees on Education and Council Administration. Walter E. Washington is the appointed mayor commissioner of the district until 1974, when the first election is held following the passage of the District of Columbia Home Rule Act by the U.S. Congress. After fending off six challengers, Mr. Washington ultimately wins the Democratic primary and the race for mayor. He is sworn in by Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall as the district's first elected mayor. Sisterhood, outreach, and community service are the hallmarks of Xiomega Chapter. Over many summers, Xiomega conducts programs for youth to enhance their skills. One such program is an award-winning four-week summer institute at McFarland Junior High School to reinforce reading skills. The chapter also sponsors a series of very successful consumer advocacy seminars. Xiomega is recognized by the D.C. Office of Consumer Protection for these efforts. One of the major highlights of the 1970s, 
as recalled by current Zai Omega members, is a presentation of a Yuletide puppet show for disabled children at D.C. General Hospital. Members and nurses are amazed when a young patient, who had previously been nonverbal, burst out in laughter. Outcomes such as these encourage the women of Xi Omega Chapter. In order to continue the stellar service provided by Xi Omega Chapter to the District of Columbia community, and because there are many women of high ethical standards, strong moral character, and with a sincere desire to serve the community, Xi Omega gladly and graciously continues the chapter's growth by inviting interested women into the organization. In 1972, after 20 years of community service through other avenues, Mrs. Inez Teasley becomes a member of Xi Omega. She described her journey into Alpha Kappa Alpha and the excitement she felt meeting some of the founders of AKA to Xi Omega member Lavora Valentine Washington. Actually met in person two of the founders. Awesome. Uh, I met Beulah Burke and Lavinia Norman, who lived in Washington. Norma Boyd lived in Washington, too, at that time. But I talked with Norma Boyd over the phone uh, because I, I had planned to visit her, but she was, wasn't feeling well that day. So I talked with her over the phone. Okay. But, I actually, but I actually visited Beulah Burke and Lavinia Norman. I really said, when, if you put 25 years in, you're silver, and 50 years, you're golden. I said, oh, well, I know I'm not going to make golden. Because, see, I was in my 40s when I joined Zalmega. So have you been in Zalmega the whole time? The whole time. Wow. I haven't been anywhere else. When I left college, I started working with the Girl Scouts. And I worked with the Girl Scouts for, like, about 20 years. And then... Elaine Overall Himes invited me to join Zao Mega. I took a, a bouquet of lilacs that I got from my yard, gave each one of them a bouquet of lilacs, and we just, and they just talked to, to us about the sorority, you know. Zao Mega member Inez Teasley is 94 years old. Becoming a member of AKA in her 40s, she's been a member of Zio Omega Chapter for more than 50 years and is recognized as a golden member for her many years of service to the community. Two of the major membership classifications in Alpha Kappa Alpha are graduate and undergraduate. Graduate chapters, such as Zio Omega, offer lifelong membership and continued service after an AKA member graduates from college. Undergraduates are members matriculating full-time at an accredited college or university and are supervised by a graduate chapter. The undergraduate chapters mentored and supervised by Xi Omega Chapter provide service to the members of their campuses and to their respective communities. In the 1970s, Xi Omega and AKA are blessed with the opportunity to expand their service. While continuing to serve at Howard University and the University of the District of Columbia, both HBCUs, 
historically black colleges and universities, the opportunity arises to increase the sorority's outreach by adding chapters at predominantly white universities. Nineteen young ladies at American University and 13 young ladies at George Washington University are trained, mentored, and prepared for lifelong Alpha Kappa Alpha membership. Lambda Zeta Chapter is chartered February 26, 1977 at American University. Mu Delta Chapter is chartered March 11, 1978 at George Washington University. As part of Alpha Kappa Alpha's 70th anniversary celebration in 1978, the Founders Memorial Window is dedicated at the Andrew Rankin Memorial Chapel on the campus of Howard University. This beautiful window is dedicated to the memory of Alpha Kappa Alpha's 16 founders. Surviving founders Lavinia Norman and Norma Boyd attend the celebration of the unveiling. The memorial window is designed by internationally acclaimed artist and Alpha Kappa Alpha member Lois Melu Jones. Ms. Jones' artwork graces the permanent collections of former President Bill Clinton, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the National Portrait Gallery, and the National Palace in Haiti. The following women took the mantle of leadership as Xiomega Chapter presidents in the decade of the 1970s. 22nd President Virgie Thompson served 1970 to 1971. Her demeanor was that of the consummate businesswoman. As Xiomega moved into the 1970s, the chapter concentrated on community-based services and accelerated efforts to retire its mortgage on 1751 New Hampshire Avenue. Chapter groups developed ways to raise funds to pay off the mortgage. Lorraine Johnson served 1972 to 1975 as Zio Omega's 23rd president. During this time, the chapter focused on programs for the elderly and for college students. This was the beginning of monthly programs at Stoddard Baptist Home for Seniors, and Zio Omega established a student revolving loan fund and book scholarship at Howard University. 24th Zio Omega president Paula W. Barry served 1976 to 1977. The tenure of Paula Barry included the country's celebration of its 200th birthday. Xiomega conducted one of the city's first sightseeing tours for the bicentennial celebration. The tours featured black history and heritage sites and were open to the general public. Harriet J. Harper was Xiomega's 25th president and served 1978 to 1979. Under her leadership, membership in the chapter grew to 200, and it was time to say goodbye to the Zio Omega House on New Hampshire Avenue. 
On September 12, 1979, the house was sold. A committee was established to research opportunities in the metropolitan area and to use fiscal wisdom and sisterly care in considering ways to reinvest the funds from the sale. A century of sisterhood and service. The decade of the 70s is brought to you by Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, Zio Omega Chapter. Executive producer, Ayana Roche. Director of research, Bonnie Jones Moon. Content producer, Lavora Valentine Washington. Podcast editorial board, Nadine Eads, Lavdina Orr, Etta Williams. Copy editors, Sharon Anderson, Josephine Baker, and Tyra Jackson. Podcast theme by Paul Bailey with the Howard University Jazz Ensemble under the direction of Fred Irby III. Technical production, Ashley Donald. I'm Diane Johnson. This is Zion Mega President Raven L. Hill again to thank you for listening to this month's episode of the Zion Mega Centennial Podcast, A Century of Sisterhood and Service. We hope you found it informative as well as entertaining and that you will recommend it to your family and friends. We have dedicated a great deal of time to ensure that our centennial events are thought-provoking and interesting, and we hope you will have an opportunity to see some of the activities we have planned. To stay up to date with our calendar of events, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and online at akaxo.org. Don't forget to join us for next month's podcast episode on the 23rd as we continue our centennial journey from 1923 to 2023.